Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Excellence Expected with me, Mark Asquith. Now, you may remember a while ago that we spoke about the millennial workforce. And actually, we spoke about strengthening your bench of next generation leaders with Mr. Ryan Jenkins. And today, we're going to turn that around on its head. We're going to talk about millennials specifically and what these young professionals can do to make themselves, I guess, a little bit more... I guess a little bit more employable in tomorrow's business because things are changing, professions changing, resumes and CVs are becoming non-existent and traditional routes into employment, into business, into entrepreneurialism are starting to fade a little bit and it really is becoming this new wave, this new generation. It's a really, really interesting topic because we are right in the middle of that change. And with me today on the show is someone that specializes in empowering this millennial workforce. So if you are out there and you are in that millennial generation, this is the episode for you. And likewise, if you're an employer, if you're a small business owner, then you need to listen hard because this type of topic is going to come up more and more and more in your business. So welcome to the show this week, Mr. Peter Yobo. Mark, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, kind and warm introduction there. It's a real pleasure. I mean, this is something that so many people are talking about. There are so many different businesses popping up, different blogs, podcasts, all sorts of different things popping up around this millennial generation because this generation is the generation that's now starting to become the leaders in business, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, you look at a generation that's close to 80 million strong, Right. Uh, in the next 10 years, they, they're going to make up uh, about 75 percent of the global workforce. Uh, a lot of companies are trying to figure figure out how do we engage them? How do we uh, get them excited to work? Uh, most most companies have had this lens on that says um, we, we don't have to change anything. People are, go- are going to come to us. Uh, these millennials are going to come and fit right in. Well. The millennials are, are are telling a different story. Um, so yeah, they're they're definitely the the biggest topic I think now for uh, for companies in the next couple of years. And it really is, you know, it's everywhere you look. And I think you know, speaking as a, I guess a, a an early millennial myself, I just fall into that category. It's something that certainly for for my side of that generation we didn't really kind of get that we were in this generation. We were still, we were still sitting within the previous generation where we thought we had to get the jobs that our parents had and we had to follow that traditional path. So this, this kind of evolution or revolution, if you like, you know, this is starting to transform a lot of people's minds, even on the older end of the scale. And, you know, I'm actually one of those people. So this, I'm really looking forward to digging into this. And the issue that we're going to challenge specifically is, how the millennial workforce and you as a millennial, how you can start to understand where you fit and what you can do within business. Because the world, frankly, is your oyster. And before we do that, Peter, I'd just like to kind of frame you in this industry. So what is it you do and where did you come from, sir? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll give you a little background. Uh, I'm originally from Ghana, West Africa. You know, So I'm just a young, excited African guy. Uh, I moved to the U.S. a couple of years ago to uh, to study at 
uh, University of Southern California. Um, uh, and uh, I have I have this vision. I have Mark. I have this vision that um, uh, we as human beings are going to need to evolve pretty soon, right? And uh, we evolve into the information age with uh, with technology. You know, we have all these amazing uh, uh, things and, and creations that that uh, have been realized due to technology. However. Uh, being successful is, is not enough anymore. We can't continue to build the next dating app. We cannot continue to, to build the, the next uh, uh, social media app, right? We, we need to start pushing further past that. Um, and when I talk about success, you know, coming from Ghana to the U.S., I had a, a, a predetermined pathway to follow, which was come here, you know, get into a good college, study, get a good job, uh, get good grades, and then get a good job. And I would be successful. And I was successful. And, and I think, to your point earlier about fitting into the the early part of the millennials, um, you had a great job, right? You had a nine-to-five job. And, and you know, from, from, from your story, something clicked, and you knew you had to uh, start doing something for yourself, correct? Definitely. Absolutely. Exactly. Now, um, being successful for millennials is not enough anymore. And, and I realize that millennials are realizing that. Um, what I'm starting to realize is people want to achieve a little past success, uh, this thing called greatness. And, and, and when you tell people, hey, uh, I, I help people pursue and achieve greatness, they, they don't really understand what that means. That word is not used enough. Um, and back to my earlier point in driving the evolution of, of, of human beings, uh, we're, a lot of us have been successful now. I mean, I can get on a computer anywhere in the world and achieve a certain level of success. You know, I can learn WordPress and some SEO and uh, I can start a website. I can start a company online. I can achieve a level of success. But now the question is, who else is sitting out there saying, hey, I'm going to be the first African on Pluto? Or I'm going to be the, the first, um, uh, you know, Elon Musk out of, out of Africa or out of, and I use Africa a lot because I'm from Africa. But, uh, you know, who is coming up with these new ideas? And, and I think that is where we start to evolve. Because technology, yes, it's been great. But now... You're, you're starting to realize millennials are have had enough with with uh, just being successful. They want something more. The step past success, the step past just the money and and the comfort. Uh, and that's what I do. That's what I do. Uh, sorry for the long introduction there. I work with young professionals, young entrepreneurs, and uh, I help them create plans of actions to achieve exactly that. Achieve greatness. That is amazing. Everything that you said there really resonates because I, I kind of love that point about technology because technology has always been the focal point. Or certainly over the last 15 years, you know, in, in my life, it's been the, the focal point. But now it feels like technology is simply an enabler for passion. It's enabling me to follow the passions that I have and things are just yeah. a bit easier, which that feels like a real shift, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, I mean, you think about uh, if if you, Mark, think about your your past self. 
if you told people, hey, I, I don't know what it is, but I know I have to go and do this thing, right? And um, you just know, hey, this nine to five is not it. But there's this thing that I need to do and I need to help entrepreneurs um, really get to the next level. Um, a, a lot of people would wonder, well, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? And your first thought is, I need to connect with people. Where do you go? Technology, right? So like you said, it's, it's an enabler of the passion. It, it is not the, uh, the end to itself. And it's just, you know, coming from uh, uh, or going to school in California, being around Silicon Valley, working in technology consulting, um, you just see so many people who are looking for that next big app or next big business idea or next big thing that's just going to, uh, bring them wealth or some kind of fame versus, um, I mean, Mark, what would you think today if I told you, um, you know, I was going to be the first man who uh, learned how to be invincible or discovered a way to be invincible? A lot of people would, would think, oh, I don't know about this guy, right? Um, <laughs> but, but but imagine, imagine years ago when you had those those two brothers who said, hey, we're going to be the first first guys who start to fly. Uh, I really don't know about those guys. <laughs> right? and, and, and the whole idea here, Mark, is um, you know, people have achieved such great things, right? Thinking in, in, in those, those, uh, those, in that magnitude. And now I feel like technology was such a huge, it, 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 it propelled us uh, into evolving as a human race. But now, um, you know, we're, we're just looking to squeeze as much out of what we have now versus continue to build on that, build on that momentum and see what else is out there, right? That's a really cool way of putting that because I think you're absolutely right. People aren't scared of dreaming big. And this is what really, really, really sums up this millennial generation for me is that a lot of people kind of don't know what they want to do and they don't know where they want to be. They just know they want to do something fulfilling and they're thinking much bigger than getting a job. They're thinking much better than even setting up a business. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, look, again, just like technology, a business is an enabler that just puts me in a position where I can do other things on the back of that, which I find, again, that's a big mental shift. And it feels like there are people certainly from other generations and people that are perhaps still certain leaders in certain types of business that just don't think like that. They don't get that. It's still this very laid back, this very measured approach to things when the millennials, they're trying to push, they're trying to, you know, they are trying to achieve that greatness and they're, yeah. they're pretty bold and they're pretty ballsy about it as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and that is the, the biggest trait of the millennials, right? And um, you asked earlier um, what I do. So I have a blog called The Powered Life, and that is me talking directly to millennials, me working directly with millennials um, to, to craft that plan, right? Build a plan that's going to take you there. Really, uh, I think it's Eisenhower who said a, a plan is useless, but planning is everything, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I cited so, that quote the other day to someone the first time I'd ever used it, and then here it comes up again. <laughs> here it goes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but that's, that is, that is what I do. And, um, my, my corporate facing company is, uh, Peter Yobo international. 
what I do through that is I, I work with, basically I, I get in front of millennials. I get in front of large groups of millennials to do just that, right? Just help, help them understand why it's important that we go, uh, we pursue greatness and, and also um, the plan you can use to get there. I think the the plan is something that's vital because the millennial generation, certainly from my perspective, like I come from a, a, a town that was sort of, it was sort of a, a bit of a can't town. It was, you know, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's too hard. Or you're not supposed <laughs> yeah. to do that. You're supposed to do this. Like, And it just never really fit with me. And no one ever, because they didn't get the millennials at that time, they were still trying to force us into this. This is what you do. Yes. They didn't yes. kind of get this 10 years ago and it drives me insane because if there was a someone that was able to help me with a plan, I, I always feel to myself, and this is really get the violins out, but I always feel to myself, I could have probably done this kind of thing much sooner. But much sooner. The attitude yep. just wasn't there around me. So the fact that you're doing this, it just blows me away. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I love that you just said that. I come from Ghana where I bet you it was a little worse. Right. You were you were told here's here's when you're allowed to speak when you're in a group of elders or um, uh, this is the kind of school you're going to go to. You're going to be a doctor. You're going to be an engineer because guess what? That is how you're going to be successful and come back and take care of the rest of us. Right. So now imagine growing up, you know, thinking, hey, I have to do all this and and come back and take care of my my family. And you've been given this plan to follow, right? But like you said, the, this is the plan that has worked for them, for the different generation, and people are not realizing, hey, we're a generation that grew up with technology. We grew up um, being able to, to type something up and build something up and, and connect with someone across the, wor- uh, across the world. Uh, life looks very different in our eyes than it does in yours. That connection point's really good as well, because I think the connections are something that people take for granted. You know, when you look at certain other, certainly other types of industry, but not only that, certain types of people that are very used to this hyper-local connectivity. And I'm talking, you know, the standard business networks, the very, very super local stuff that mm-hmm. has done very well for different people. But again, the millennials do think a little bit bigger than that. Like we're here, you're in San Jose. I'm sat here in the north of England in Barnsley talking to you about this. And just chatting. <laughs> it's amazing. And it's, it's just something that we would never have been able to do. But the idea that, yes, okay, we're doing a chat, we're doing a bit of an interview and it's for a podcast. Imagine extrapolating that up and actually people doing business like this. That's what the millennials are about, isn't it? There are just no buyers. That, that, that is, it's, it's awesome that you, you actually even said that, uh, because that is it. The millennials, uh, and, um, you know, the, I'm hoping as many millennials who are listening to this podcast right now will, will understand just the the important role they're going to play in business and the the role that businesses are looking for them to come uh, and play uh, in in uh, in their companies or organizations. Um, the 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 thing I focus on most when I coach or train a, a millennial right is. Um, helping them really understand their uh, just their value add, what they bring to companies, and what what the uh, what the future is going to look like working 
in companies, working for organizations, um, the first thing just around my expertise with, with coaching is helping millennials become entrepreneurs. Uh, it, it's what's funny is I, I came up with this term uh, a couple of years ago and I, I'm talking to some folks and I, and I, and I say, Hey, you know, millennials are entrepreneurs or they need to be, they need the environments and the settings uh, to become entrepreneurs. And someone said, Oh yeah, that's a, that's a term that has been used uh, a lot. It, it just talks about entrepreneurs within a company. And I was like, Oh no, I thought I came up with this term, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that is, that is the evolution of the, the young professional, right? Um, we have changed the industry, right? Right now, 91% of millennials are switching jobs every three, two to three years, right? So companies are now moving from a retention-focused hiring model to an engagement-focused hiring model. Um, before you had companies who were hiring uh, our parents, our um, folks in the generation, the generation Xers, you know, a little older, um, right around their forties right now, you know, somewhere, uh, inching close to their fifties. Uh, those were the guys who wanted to stay in companies. They're like, Hey, I'm comfortable. I'll, I'll stay in your company for as long as you need me. Um, uh, they were lifers, right? They were coming in to, to work throughout. So companies had this, this model. Okay. Well, Looks like once we hire you, you're gonna be here for a while. We can't just uh, lay you off or fire you. Um, and this model worked till some of the companies had to start firing and whatnot. So a lot of these millennials came in to, came into the the uh, workforce, um, you know, with clients. Hey, I, I don't need to stay with one company. I can jump around, right? I, I want to find the best fit, and and. Um, and and we'll, I'll dive further into into uh, why that is uh, towards the end. Um, but you know they, they plan uh, the the companies now are are thinking, hey, you know what? These millennials, they're very shifty individuals. They're going to come in here and be gone in two to three years. Once we have them, let's focus more on engagement. For those two to three years, we need to get the most out of them. Our our return on this investment has to be the highest possible, right? And what that is doing now is it's causing uh, us millennials to to really have to be entrepreneurs. It's it's also forcing us into um, becoming entrepreneurs. Before I step into a company, I myself have to be a company, right? Now, Mark, think about if you hired a consulting firm or a consultant. And, you know, he came on board and said, uh, let's say he's doing your social media. He's a social media consultant. He, he, he comes on board first day you're paying him and he says, uh, I need you to give me uh, about uh, a week to understand, uh, you know, social media and uh, really get better at social media. What are you thinking? What? I'm paying you a week to learn when you're a <laughs> consultant. <laughs> you know, that's that's not going to happen. And that is what companies are expecting now. They they expect well if I'm if I'm if I'm only getting you for two years to three years, I expect you to come in, you know, knowing what you do, how you do it, have an expertise, come in and provide value from the get go, right? And that is how companies are starting to evaluate these millennials. So so millennials are having to step into that role. You have to be an entrepreneur. You you have to to manage 
your brand as a professional business, right? So Peter Yobo is no longer just a resume that says, hey, give me a job. No, I'm coming in with an expertise. You know, you, my employer, are my client. Uh, I'm going to over-deliver. I'm going to put you first, and I'm going to market to you. Every deliverable that I send out to you, everything that I do, uh, my interaction with you and your employer employees, it's going to be a marketing relationship where I'm very focused on, you know, my level of engagement, um, your your satisfaction, all these different things. I may I may actually be looking for testimonials here and there, right? I'm capturing, and I might even have a website, you know, that shows the work that I've done, my expertise, who I've worked with, and you may think. I'm working a nine to five. No, you're my client, right? That is a new thought process that millennials are having to go into companies with. That is really powerful though. And I think that aligns with, I had a really, really, really fun chat, not too dissimilar to this one with Alan Alt from Ultimate Hoops. And that, that was really focused around hiring around passion, not going down a resume or a CV and checking things off a list in terms of skills. And when you put all this together, that is summed up so perfectly in what you've just said there about, look, the people that we work for, regardless of what the type of contract is, whether it's a permanent contract with a business, at the end of the day, listen, if I'm a millennial, <laughs> you're my client and that's it. That yeah. is, I, I really, really yeah. love that. That resonates so, so much. I wish someone had told me that 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, we, I think the, the uh, workforce is slowly beginning to change. It's slowly beginning to understand that that's what's important and that's that's what's needed. Um, uh, and I hope. Do you mind if I jump into one of the actionable items? Just just touch on that briefly now. No, in fact, we'll, uh, we're coming up to a good time for that actually. So we'll dive into uh, dive into the actionable tips section. Yeah, go for it. Fantastic. You know what? I'll just I'll start from the top then. Uh, um, purpose and passion. You just talked about passions. Um, a lot of a lot of millennials are jumping into into companies for a job, right? And, and my first actionable tip, and in fact, I'm, I'm going to rearrange it now just so it flows well and, and it's a story. Uh, I'll start off with uh, first actionable tip for millennials who are listening today is understand what your value add is. You need to understand your value add and you need to understand whose need it, it, it meets. Right. Millennials are going into companies and saying, hey, 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 they're waving their hands. Right. Uh, look at me. Look at me. I just graduated and I need a job. Why? Because I need a paycheck. Why? Because I want to move out of my my mom's house or my 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 parents home. Uh, I want to become a young professional. I want to do what I love and and uh, uh, I want to be independent. They, they, that's what they're all saying. They come out of college just so excited one year in, Mark, and you see millennials, when I go and speak at companies, you see millennials just, they look like they could just jump off a cliff. <laughs> one year in, <laughs> right? Because they are exchanging their time for dollars. And they're starting to realize it doesn't work for them anymore. But it's not one of those things you can tell them, hey, you know why you've been feeling that way? It's because um, you're... You're going into a company looking for a paycheck. You, you get up and you, you want a paycheck. You want your parents to recognize you and be proud that you have a job. And you just jump into it versus understanding as a company. So, Mark, you as a company, uh, you know, me as a company, before I, I, I bring on a client, I know that 
value add that I provide. Then I know what my client's need is. And I look to make sure my value add meets their need. What millennials need to start doing today, first actionable item is know your value add. Build an expertise, know the value you bring, and really look at yourself as coming in and helping your company. It's not the other way around. Your company is not helping you with a paycheck. You don't need to be dependent on a paycheck. You need to come in and provide value in exchange for dollars, not your time for dollars. Bring in value, and uh, and you will be rewarded for the effort that it took to to gain that 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 value and to to maintain it and to keep it up to date. First actionable item. That is um, absolute gold. I love I love that quote about trading value for the dollar, not the time for the dollar. Because that was always one of the things that really frustrated me when I used to do the contracting freelance work that I used to do. And people had not really gotten hold of this whole, okay, this is how you engage with these people. The, the employers had not really figured that out yet. And it was very much listen, it's it's eight thirty. Why, why are you not on your chair? And yeah. like, what are you joking? And it's five thirty. Why are you? Why are you not still on your chair? And chair. what is that? You know, I used to be very focused on deliver the best I could, get it done in the best way possible. And listen, when that was done, I was onto something else. And if it was in your building, all well and good. If it wasn't, then see you later. And see you later. <laughs> really caused me some issues. So I, I get that, and I get that. And I think so many employers now are starting to come around to that but that's taken so long you know so i think that i think that is amazing and actionable tip number two sir actionable tip number two is become an entrepreneur right Uh, a lot of uh millennials have this burning desire they don't know what it is um but it's it's called they're called passions right and it's the desire to create the desire to bring something from just your thought to reality. Why? Because you're seeing so many of your friends do it. You're seeing how easy it is to do it with with, uh, technology. And guess what? You know technology. All millennials know technology. I don't don't care what part of the world you're in. If I drop a tablet um, to some kids in um, the Volta region in Ghana, right, or in Ghana, down Bay areas, they they will know what to do with it. They'll play with it, and next thing you know, boom, they've got it, right? Because technology has become so infused in our culture, become an entrepreneur, um, focus on your personal brand. You are now a business. You're no longer, um, uh, you know, Tom Smith or Peter Yoba. You are a business and you need to focus on your parts, the parts of your business. Parts, it's an acronym and and here's what, what it stands for. P, performance. How do you perform under pressure? How do you? How does your your brand perform? What do people um, think of your brand? How accessible is your brand? Right? How how do they? How do people um, get to you? How how easily accessible are you? Are you on all the social media platforms? Whatnot? Reliability, right? That's the R in parts. How reliable are you when people need you? Need to begin to track these things. You need to develop. Um, key performance indicators that show when you're doing well and when you're not. Um, testimonials. Uh, people think this is crazy. People are like, Peter, you're asking young millennials who are working in companies to, or um, starting their businesses to ask for testimonials. I think, Mark, you understand how important it is 
uh, as someone, as an online content marketer or uh, or whatnot, starting businesses and teaching people, you understand how important it is to have testimonials, to, to, to be able to show other people, hey, I've provided so much value and here's, here, here are the things my, my, uh, my audience and my, my uh, community say about me, right? Why should it be any different for, for the young professional who is working now and most likely in three years will switch jobs? And most likely will be found on LinkedIn or or somewhere else, or maybe on their own personal website. Um, you need to have testimonials. People need to 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 know what are other people saying about your personal brand. Scalability, boy, people put this people put this on the back burner all the time. Scalability. If you're doing great, you need to know how to be scalable. Mark, imagine if you know you have all this all this passion in you to teach, to, to extend, um, uh, strategies to other entrepreneurs. Um, but imagine you just stood, uh, at the corner of the street and, and just started sharing, right? You know, it, it would be awesome. You have one or three people stop and listen. Sometimes you might have 10 or even 20 people stop and listen, but, Oh, Mark says to himself, I'm going to be scalable. Start a podcast. Right. Make sure this podcast can be, uh, you know, can be accessed by people all over the world. You are being scalable right now. Why should a young professional who has, you know, who's doing great in their job, they, they know what they love. They're an expert in what they do. Why should they not have a podcast that they send out to their entire company or the, the, the entire industry, as a matter of fact? Right. Why shouldn't you have that? So you begin to scale and and uh, and touch more people, and also look for ways that your expertise can benefit more people, because then your company realizes, oh boy, this guy is this guy or girl is who we want, right? Um, so yes, second actionable uh, actionable tip is become an entrepreneur, manage your brand, and know your parts. I love that. That's that's really really interesting, especially the last point about scalability. And then tying that up with the idea that technology is just ingrained in what we do. Because everything, we're talking to Daniel J. Lewis and people like John Lee Dumas and all sorts of people about podcasting. And it's not only podcasting, but blogging, video content, webinars, everything is so damn easy this 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 kind of year, this this decade, next decade. It's just so, so, so simple to just start doing it. So I, I really get that. And I've never... I've never actually heard it applied like that. So that that is really, really insightful. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And the third and final tip, sir. Third and final tip, and this is the gold mine. Uh, anyone who's listening, if I'm if I will have you take anything away, it is this one tip. And this goes back to your 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 uh, point uh, on passions. Um, in order for you to find fulfillment in what you do. You must first uncover your purpose, your passions, and align them with your profession. It is, I mean, I try and make it very simple. The three Ps. My name is Peter, and I have the three Ps, right? (laughs) It's purpose, passions must align with your profession. It is no, we no longer live in 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 a day and age where, you just sacrifice yourself for a paycheck and just go and work 
or start a business just to make money. No, the, the key most important thing with millennials is we're looking for fulfillment. Our fulfillment is very different from the fulfillment of our parents and uh, the generation before them. It's, it, our it's really, that is so interesting. I'll just pick up on that point. Sorry to inter- interrupt there. No, no. About no, the, no, the, the parents, the values are, uh, around the parents and the difference because that is such a, it's such a point of differentiation for this generation because th- their values are so so far removed from those of their parents at times. So, so different, so different. Cause our parents, um, they had parents who were, you know, right around the, the time uh, of, 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 uh, the wars and all these things going on. And, and their the message that were given to our parents by their parents was, Hey, go to school, do well, get a good job and keep that good job. Right. So guess what they did? They did exactly that. They, they stay with, they went to school, did well, stay with the company and they and they made money. So guess what they told us? They said, millennials, you know, they're telling us, their kids, just go to school and do well. And you can get any job you want. So we've been wired a very different way. There's there's less scarcity because our parents achieved a decent level of success where there's a home, there's food, there's family. Um, you know, worst comes to worst, you have somewhere to, to lay your head. Right. So they they have just to they have created this this thing in millennials that says, oh, you know what? I I am going to find a job that makes me happy. I am going to find a job that makes me fulfilled. But before you do that, you need to know your purpose. Right. And um, I have a free book on my website. It's www.thepoweredlife.com. And uh, you can just opt in and you get a free book that helps you do this, that helps you uncover that purpose, uh, highlight those passions. And when I say purpose, uh, Mark, if, 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 if you talk to entrepreneurs and you ask them, hey, in 10 to 20 years, really, what does this business look like? What is this business aiming to achieve in 10 to 20 years? What are people saying about your business? What are people um uh, how are people interacting with your business? What is your business known for? These are are some of the key questions you can begin to ask, right? To under have an idea of of what that creative genius within you is is telling you about this this company or yourself, right? And the passions really is is as simple as what lights your heart on fire, right? Because um, if I if I love to code, and you put me in a job that has me cold calling, or I love to design, and you put me in a job that has me crunching numbers, oh boy, I'll tell you what, I can do the job, but it will not light my heart on fire, and I don't tap into this this unending um, uh, reserve of, of lighter fluid that just keeps this fire burning, right? So we need to first know our purpose, and know what our passions are, because guess what? When you get tired, when you feel like you're almost burned out, and Mark, answer, uh, this is a question for you. When you feel you're, you're tired and you feel like, oh, my gosh, this is the next interview and I have to do this interview with Peter who talks so much. Um, and you come, to, you, you, you come to a point where you're, you're, you're reaching exhaustion. 
Where do you usually bounce back? You think about what it is you're doing and why it's important for the rest of the world. And then you dive into the things that you get excited about. Maybe hopping on the calls with the people you interview because that may be what lights you up. You learn new things yourself and you're like, man, that was awesome. More fuel for the next time, right? Absolutely. That's exactly, exactly what gets me through. And that's the reason that that the show exists, you've really hit the nail on the head with that. And it, it always interests me because if you find that passion, if you find anything that you love doing, you know, it's an old cliche, but the idea that you'll never, never work a day in your life, it never really does, work a day. really does ring true, doesn't it? It does. And so, you know, your purpose, you found your passions, guess what, Mark, and you're making it your profession. That is what millennials need to do in order to find fulfillment not saying it's going to be easy when you find fulfillment, but you will know the work you're doing is worthwhile versus just going into a job uh, and, and doing what you have to for a paycheck. So uh, first actionable tip, uh, understand what your value add is and uh, what needs it meets. Um, actionable tip two, uh, become an entrepreneur. Know your brand, uh, know your parts. And actionable, actionable tip number three is if you're going to be fulfilled, you need to uncover your purpose, your passions, and align them with your profession. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Amazing. That really is such a good, good set of insights. And they're all things that you can dive upon as well. And, you know, if you, I love the idea about setting the plan up and, and doing some planning on that one. Because if you're stuck in the rat race, I know people right now that are working in jobs, millennial, millennial generation, they want to do so much more. They're capable of so much more in terms of passion but they're just not doing it. And if you can just start to take away from this episode, just, start. just just get cracking, you know, and there's three ways to do that right there. So Peter, thank you so, so much for that. And just before we wrap up, can you just let the guys listening know where they can find you online, please, sir? Yeah. Um, if you go to, I, I, I'm lucky to have a unique last name. If you go into any social media, type in Peter Yobo, uh, last name is Y-O-B-O. You should be able to find me on Facebook, Twitter. Um, we're on there posting regularly. Um, go to PoweredLife.com, www.thepoweredlife.com. And uh, I have a lot of free tools on there. Um, uh, and uh, if you ever have a question, just re reach out to me directly, Peter at thepoweredlife.com dot com uh I, I love to talk as you guys can tell so yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to be on a podcast <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i love it well listen peter thank you that's been a real pleasure and for you guys listening out there i'll be sure to put all of the links all the actionable tips from peter and everything that we've both spoken about over the last half hour over at excellence-expected.com and if you're on your mobile you can get to the show notes right now by just tapping the screen and Listen, while you're over at excellence-expected.com, don't forget that you can pick up your free copy of the essential 14-day guide to cutting your working hours and increasing your impact. And until next time, folks, don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Bye-bye.